Ah, that bike you just heard comes from this gentleman with me now from Levittown, New York, Mr. Chris Geis. Chris, welcome to the Motorcycle Man Podcast. Thank you, Ted. It's good to be with you. I'm glad you're here. All right, me so too. listen, your bike, what bike do you own? I've got a 2016 Kawasaki Vulcan S. Nice. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Why did you choose that bike? A uh, couple reasons. It's actually my first bike. Uh, I started riding back in the summer of 2016. I did some, you know, searches on the interwebs, read some reviews and things, and it came up pretty consistently as a, a good bike for someone who was just starting out. Um, I wanted a bike that had a comfortable riding position. You know, it's a sport cruiser, so it's got a cruiser kind of setup, so sure. it's comfortable for riding. Uh, I also wanted something that was a little sporty. You know, I was not up for a sport bike yet, but something a little sporty and something light. And I don't know if this is a motorcycle term, but I wanted something flickable, like something that flickable works. I, I, flickable, Flickable's something good. that I, you know, it just kind of it could just toss around, you know, comfortably handle and maneuver. You know, there's a lot of other bikes I like. There's a lot of Harleys I like, but when you get up into like the, the full dresser mode, like yeah, they're, they're not quite flickable, not appealing yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day I'd like to do that, but not not there quite yet. Um, and the other thing was, you know, I went to the dealer, I sat on the bike, it was just comfortable, it just felt good. And actually, I, I didn't test ride the bike before I bought it. I bought it brand new, believe it or not. Uh, just wasn't practical to be able to test ride it. So, so you basically went in without test riding, just bought the bike. Did you ride it home? I did not actually. I had had a friend ride at home because I had just completed the uh, basic rider course. Oh, great! Okay. Cycle Safety Foundation. Very and good. Although I felt comfortable enough to ride around the neighborhood, I was not up to riding a brand new motorcycle home. I think that's what everybody does when they first get their license and they first get a bike. Yeah. They ride around their neighborhood first and slowly but surely expand their circle. Yes. That's what yes. I did when I started riding many many years ago. Got the bike. Ride around the block, ride around the neighborhood, expand the circle, get it bigger and bigger until you feel confident enough to take it out on the bigger roads. Yeah, so give us the, some well, give us some details about the bike, the tank size, seat height, weight, engine, etc. Sure, you got it. So it is a 649cc parallel twin. Nice. It's actually the same engine that's in the Ninja 650. Oh. Uh, it's just tuned a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. You know, not not quite as aggressive. It's got a six-speed transmission. Which is good, so it's you know nice wow, for that's great. Highway, highway cruising, you know, and for I forget exactly what I paid for it. I think that bike lists for seven or seventy five hundred with the ABS. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's not too bad. It's got a twenty seven point eight inch seat height. It's just shy of five hundred pounds wet, uh, and it's got a three point seven gallon tank. Wow. All right. That's, I, that's some great specs. That's good. Now, yeah. did you send me a picture of the bike? I'm going to put that on the site. I did not, but I definitely will. Thank you very much. Uh, how many miles are on it now? It has got twenty, about 2,900 miles on it. And those are all your miles, huh? All my miles. Now, yeah. when, did, when did you get this now? Uh, it was summer 2016. I think it was about August. Okay. Perfect. Have you so, made any modifications to the bike? 
nothing major in terms of performance, mm-hmm. although I may at some time, but I've done a lot of minor things, uh, which I can kind of run down the list if you're interested. Sure, go right ahead. Let's hear it. Um, so one of the first things I did was I installed as an OEM relay kit, which once you add that, I was able to add a 12-volt accessory socket so All I right. could plug in my cell phone. I have an Android phone, Samsung, which the battery just tends to go real easy, so mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't last too long. So I wanted to be able to charge while I was riding. Uh, and also I installed a gear shift indicator. Oh, there you go. Which I didn't know that was an help. add-on that you could actually do. I didn't when I bought the bike, but uh, afterwards when I was poking around on Kawasaki's website, I found, you know, in addition to like a luggage rack and side cases, and that that was one of the options, which was kind of nice. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, Yeah. It's actually, it's what's really interesting is the gear shift indicator is now built in on the 2018 Vulcan S. It's it's actually just integrated into the LCD. There's like a little LCD panel, you know, on the instrument cluster. Okay. But what, what I've got is kind of a fairly big clunky thing that sits off to the left of the instrument cluster. Well, that's a nice feature because I know when I had my Sportster, that's something I wish I had. Yeah. Because so that is nice. That. That's nice. It helps a lot. Uh, what other kind of modifications are you considering? Uh, so, you know, at some point, I may consider some kind of performance tuning on the motor. I don't know exactly what that would be. Possibly an exhaust modification. My only complaint about the bike is it just doesn't sound that good and you know your, your, your audience can judge right from from the from the sound <laughs> clip and, and you may have your own opinion already uh but you know it, it's a parallel twin uh you know i'm not that familiar with a lot of motorcycles i haven't ridden a lot of motorcycles but my understanding is parallel twins tend to have this sewing machine kind i of was about to say it says as far as it goes for sewing <laughs> you know, machines it sounds pretty good <laughs> pretty good you know, you start it up, and it's like chucky, 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 chucky. So, you know, kind of, kind of is what it is, and it is designed to be quiet. Um, right. It's got a big catalytic converter and like baffle box under the bike that the exhaust comes out of. So, if you go onto YouTube or you know do some internet searches, you'll see a lot of the exhaust mods include taking off the headers from the motor all the way back. You know, in- including removing that big no baffle kidding. box. Wow. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Uh, and I've seen aftermarket exhaust that sound really good. Okay. Uh, I just haven't done it yet. I mean, that's that's something we could maybe talk about another time if you want, but I solved the exhaust problem by buying another motorcycle, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that should be everybody's worst problem. Like, I don't like the way the exhaust sounds. I'm just going to go get another bike. Get a, yeah. Right. All right. But, uh, have you but considered I really like any, this one, so I'm going to hang on to it. Have you considered any um, comfort upgrades? Uh, the only comfort upgrades I've done so far, the seat's actually pretty good uh, comfort-wise. This, I think, is another problem with not, maybe not so much twin cylinders, but parallel twins is vibration. So there's vibration in the foot pegs and the, the handlebars at certain RPMs. So I put foam grips on the, the handlebars, mm-hmm. uh, which has helped a lot. I used to get numbness in the hands, and it would get uncomfortable after a while. So that's helped a lot. Uh, I thought about maybe highway pegs, you know, crash bars and highway pegs, but I haven't done that yet. Well, from a comfort standpoint, as a guy who has uh, engine guard and highway pegs, I can tell you that when you are cruising on a highway, they add, they excel the comfort level. Okay. Dramatically. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and it, it looks comfortable when I see guys riding oh. you know, on the highway, like legs out. It just looks more relaxed. It's like you're extremely in a comfortable. Big easy share. Easy oh, yeah. share. <laughs> exactly. Easy share exactly. Uh, t- tell us what you like the most about the bike. Um, 
you know, probably the, the looks. I, I really like the looks of the bike. It's, it's got a, a really nice color, which is uh, it's called Candy Matte Orange. Uh, it's one of the two was one of the two color options available on on that bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess like a lot of manufacturers. So with the Vulcan S, each year, each of the variations because there's the standard Vulcan, Vulcan S, then there's the one with ABS, mm-hmm. and then they have like what they call an SE version, which is a, some minor upgrades, and then there's a cafe version. And right. each of those models has like two color choices. So it was the this candy matte orange, or I think it was pearl white. Uh, <clears throat> I just decided to go with the orange. So definitely the looks of the bike. It's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm six foot tall, so it's lower than I need. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's very comfortable. It's like sit at a traf- like, traffic light, legs out, very comfortable sitting position. You know, <clears throat> light turns assume- green. Give it some throttle, feet up, and off we go. I assume that you can flat foot the bike, no problem. Uh, very easily flat foot that's the bike. Good. Yeah. No, well, that's a good thing. You know, the funny yeah. thing is, is uh, on the Motorcycle Man website, we, as you know, we have the Chrome Poll page. And if you yeah. visited it, you'll notice that one of the recent questions that we have on there is, you know, about the bike that you want to buy. And comfort outranked performance in mm-hmm. the poll. So it, it, it's, it would figure that you would say something like that because yeah. it's, yeah. it's common. Uh, What type of riding do you do with this bike, and how does it perform? Uh, Generally, like the longest rides I'll do is one, two hours at a time because that's what I can manage. I love riding as long as I can, but it'll usually be on the weekend, like a Saturday morning, Sunday afternoon, sometimes a weekday evening. I'll go out for a couple hours, cruise to the beach, uh, just find some nice back roads through the woods, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Long Island, we don't really have any mountains, which I would love to be able to <laughs> ride, through, ride through the mountains. But it, it's, yeah, mostly that, like, hour-to-hour kind of ride. Well, what's the longest ride you've done? The longest I've done is, uh, I, I don't know if you, you probably, I know you know the guys at Loud Pipes. They had done a meetup uh, last, last summer. Um, and so I met up with them in eastern Pennsylvania. So took the bike for a, a three-day three-day weekend. And so you took the Vulcan uh, S out there yeah. in Pennsylvania. Right. Yeah. How, and how was that on that trip? It, it was pretty good. Um, you know, comfort-wise, like no back issues or anything oh, like good. that. You know, like I said, the vibration was getting to me from time to time. Mm-hmm. So I actually, before that trip, had purchased a very simple throttle lock. It's basic, basically yes. like a little vice grip, right, yep. that goes on the throttle. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of press it forward so it, you know, leans up against I the have brake. exactly the, the same thing. Yeah. Okay. And it works, it works pretty well. So the, at uh, least poor men's the, cruise control. Exactly. I think it was seven bucks on, yep. on uh, Amazon or something. Like yeah. That. So, <laughs> it's actually nicely designed. It's nicely done. Um, so that, that hop, you know, if my hand was getting numb or whatever, I could just kind of drop my throttle hand, kind of shake it out a little bit. But that was basically it. And I was going, you know, probably two hours, something, you know, I'd stop, get gas, mm-hmm. just stretch a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was interesting because that was my first ride off the island and really my first ride, well, yeah, my first ride dealing with city traffic. So that was interesting. So you went through New York City. I did. Okay. Yeah. I actually, I ended up going, I went up uh, across the, uh, what do you call it? The, not the Triborough. The um, Tappan Zee Bridge. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I kind of wanted to avoid all that nonsense oh, with like, the Cross yeah. Bronx Expressway and Understood. stuff. Uh, but even so, I, I managed to find every obstacle I could. You know, first it was traffic, then it was backup because a car was on fire, then there was something else, some kind of fireman's parade or something. So I right. 
wow. all this traffic. And uh, yeah, I, I wasn't up to the point of being willing to lane split or anything. So there was kind of a lot of Understood. stop and go. Uh, your better way to go would have probably been go the Verrazano Bridge across Staten Island and then grab yeah. 78 would have been mm-hmm. probably the better way I, to go. I think next time I might do that. Yeah, there yeah. You go. I, have, I have a feeling that would be better. For those of you who have never been to the New Jersey, New York area, uh, that's like the worst place you could possibly go with a motorcycle, by the way. <laughs> yes. that, whole, yeah. that whole area. <laughs> it, it's challenging for sure. It is definitely challenging. So tell us, why should someone get this bike and who should be, what kind of person should get this bike? Um, I think that the, the reason someone would get the bike is they'd have to like a cruiser style bike, right? So, you know, cause it definitely fits that, that, that pattern, but it is a good all around bike. Now, I don't know if you've been paying any attention at all to, I think his name is Robert Pandya who yes. started this give a shift campaign. Of course. Uh, and I think part of that was a discussion that let's not talk about beginner bikes anymore. Exactly. Let's talk about lightweight, you know, middleweight, heavyweight bikes. Exactly. So... You know, this bike, being a 650, I guess maybe it's a light middleweight, you know. Okay. But it's it's a good, and, and my experience, right, because I, I bought it off the showroom floor, never rode it. You know, some, a friend rode it home, and then I just got on the thing and, you know, did do the, the BRC course, but, you know, basically taught myself to ride and, and successfully. Right. So the bike is good because the throttle response is very tame. Mm-hmm. So... Like, I definitely didn't want a motorcycle that if you did an oopsie on the throttle, you'd wheelie, right? Right. <clears throat> I didn't want anything like that. So it's no, not a problem bad. there. You know, it's smooth, the throttle application. But if you get on it, I mean, it's a 650. Like I said, it's the, it's the motor from the from the Ninja. The, it will move. Right. You know, it's not going to quite throw you off the seat, but, you know, you'll, you'll feel it if you really get on the get on the throttle. Great. So basically, this yeah. is a great bike, a light, uh, like you said, a, a mid yeah, midway bike that would yeah. be good for a, a new rider. Yeah, and and also you know something that you can grow into. Um, I I hardly feel like I fully mastered the bike. Mm-hmm. Um, it handles very well. You know, like I have not pushed this bike to its limits. Not that I would on roadways. You know, that's a that's a track kind of thing to mm-hmm. do, in my opinion. But uh, I, I'm sure the bike has way more capability than I do as a rider right now. Right. So yeah. do you think this is the kind of bike a two-up uh, situation would work with? Oh, it does. I mean, I've I've used it two up. My girlfriend's gone with me. Um, She likes it. It's comfortable. I've actually one of the things I accessorized with is I put a a Givy top case on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's actually got a backrest. You know, so she can sit on the pillion seat. Got the case with the backrest. She said it's really comfortable. I actually have Givy side cases I haven't used yet. I was hoping we're going to do a weekend trip together one of these times. Uh, we could go two up. Of course, she has her own motorcycle now, so that's, oh, that's, there a, separate, you go. That, that's a separate issue. But, you know, it's nice. The side cases have handles. She could kind of hang on to if she wanted. So, yeah, so, so you so could it, really it, it, out- equip this bike really well with the cases and the racks. Did you put a windshield on? I did not. Ah, you I did not. You going I, to? I may, I may at some point. Uh, you know, I've had it up to 6570 highway. It's, it's not bad. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you do get the wind pressure on the chest, and it sure. can be a little tiring. So I might look at it if I was going to use it for you know really long extended rides. Uh, I did put hand guards on it just because I ride in the colder weather. Like I yep I, I ride in mid thirties. Like I keep the bike on the road in the winter. So if Perfect. the roads aren't too messy, you know I'll go out and ride. So I did put hand guards on just to kind of cut the wind a little bit, which helps a lot. Excellent. You know, makes it a lot. Yeah. All right, Chris. One last question: Would you Shoot. do an iron butt with this bike? Ah, oh, wow, that is an awesome question. Um, well, first, let me say I've never done an iron butt. 
Uh, I the, the idea is appealing to do an iron butt. Um, given what I know of the bike, I would say yeah, I would. There you go. I will. Okay. Perfect. Well, then yeah. we're gonna we're gonna hold you to that now. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. I want to thank you very much for joining me here on Rider Rides for the Motorcycle Men Podcast. My pleasure. All right, sir. You take care of yourself. Okay. You too. If you'd like to be featured with your bike on Rider Rides, here's what you do. Go to the Motorcycle Men website at www.motorcyclemen.us. Go to the episodes page and fill out the form and submit. If selected, all you have to do is provide us with a sound bite of your bike, and you'll get a one-on-one interview with your host. Thanks for listening, and keep on riding.